Hello, welcome to Comfort Junto, episode 79. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creative director of Barefoot, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jody Tatteris. Oh, don't bring that. <laughs> do, not, do not bring that upon me. Don't bring that to my doorstep. Woo! <laughs> you know what this is like? You know what this is like? This is like you just put a, a curse on my house. Listen, on my man, lineage. Listen, I didn't look. A plague. What do you want me to do? Uh I don't make the news. <laughs> I didn't I didn't listen. I didn't I didn't I didn't make I listen, I didn't choose yeah. this life. Do you wanna do you wanna offer a cultural explanation? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> we'll get we'll get into it. <laughs> listen, this is Kapok Junto. It ain't Jody Foster. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh no. This is Kapok Junto. This is the podcast about the philosophy of geek culture. Welcome back to another episode. Every podcast is somebody's first. So Adam, <laughs> why don't you break down uh, the philosophy of Greek culture and then uh, we'll talk about Jody. Yeah. Okay, the philosophy. Of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so, oh I'm goodness sorry. gracious. I'm sorry. Okay, let me Woo! just collect myself. The philosophy of geek culture dictates that... I don't care what happens today. We enjoy geek culture, be that television, movies, comic books, pop culture. All that. We enjoy those things. All of that. We, we enjoy taking a deep dive into those things, talking mm -hmm. about the cultural impact and influence of those things in our lives. Yes. How they affect us and how we affect them. Mm -hmm. uh, we are a show about dissecting the things that we love. Yeah. And almost all of that revolves around geek culture in some way. Yep. And uh, the community that revolves around geek culture. Yeah. And, <laughs> and sometimes. And then the philosophy of geek culture basically means, because I never write this down, but last episode I did write it down. We look at geek culture and we see how it affects our community, our culture, and the world around us. That's it. That's what happens when you have an iPhone. That's you can it. write stuff down. You can remember stuff. Our so community, you sound, our culture. And the world around us right. and you know who's in the world around us <laughs> jody real life roman jody roman your man roman's out here uh -huh. jody's out here uh -huh. i don't know what his name was the transformers do not recall but listen <laughs> he you listen he, he, do, 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 he just, we got a breaking <laughs> news tyrese tyrese report. tyrese report live i just want my baby live from tyrese am I, am i doing something wrong oh. if we're if we're catching you up tyrese the actor and musician and bike mechanic, <laughs> Jody. Uh, but Tyrese, has I've been, already given you thirteen thousand dollars a month. He's taken to what Instagram. more do you want from me? <laughs> uh, it's very specific, man. We want you to. Stop. We want you to stop. Just oh, for a second. Just your quit. weekly Tyrese report. Yeah, let's get right uh, into wow. it. Listen, Ooh. you might be like, how does this connect to geek culture? Let's, that's it, let's just illustrate that. Transformers. Ty Tyrese. Fast and Furious. Sweet lady. <laughs> Baby boy. You know what I mean? Baby boy. Okay. Jody. Ving Rhames. Mm. Right? Mm. And then Ving Rhames was, what was the zombie movie he was in? Uh... uh I, I dawn of the Dead, uh, Which, the, the, the new Dawn, the dawn new of the Dawn of the Dead. The dead. Okay, of the Tyrese, dawn whatever. Tyrese, Transformers. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. Fast and Furious. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. All right, mm -hmm. so he's in that bottom line. The Rock, good yeah. enough. Right. You 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 know what's going on with Tyrese. Just quick update. It's not so much about the Rock anymore. 
He's just turning into no, no, it would a never real life just jester. It never ever was. Bottom line, let's get off this guy. This bull said that he was that Will Smith and, and Jada Pinkett Smith dropped him five mil to float him. The five stars and five million dollars. Five mil to float him. And Will Smith and Jada turned around and said, Look at that man, five million dollars. What y'all talking about? No, man, you can get lit. I, I did not <laughs> give you five million dollars. He's like, that guy is lit. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. I will say my my statement, my official statement. Oh, okay. My official statement on the matter is I am beginning to, maybe not even beginning to, but I am comfortably at a position where I'm having a harder time laughing at Tyrese because I believe he truly needs help. Something going on. Truly needs help. Something going on. And it is difficult to watch this person just, I guess, burst out of obscurity. Otherwise, like no one was talking about Tyrese. Until Tyrese made sure that we were talking about Tyrese. But it looks like he's having a hard time. Uh, I I wish him peace. I hope he stops. Just Yo, close your computer. This bull said they, they they gave him five mil and he said now that your 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 financial situation be paid for, stay off the internet. Yeah. And he said Tyrese is saying that he'll do that. You know how he said that? On the internet. From an, Insta- from an Instagram <laughs> on the, post. On an Instagram post. Yo, is this a movie? Yeah. Is this like a whole... Is this real? Like, don't know, but even... he did shout out Meek Mill the other day. <laughs> I did. don't want to talk about Meek Mill. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Meek Mill either. Talk about Meek Mill. But he did shout out He's, Meek Mill. I don't, I don't know how to connect him to the geek culture. Uh, Meek was in Thor Ragnarok. There was Korg what? and Meek. Oh. <laughs> Free Meek. <laughs> right. So that's how I'm going to connect yeah. it. That's where we are right now. Nah. Yeah. Nah. You don't think? You never thought no. for even a second no. that Korg was pounding no. around with Meek Millie. No, that's not Meek Mill. <laughs> Meek Mill ain't no roach with swords yeah. on his legs and arms. <laughs> that's not Meek Mill. He had knives for hands. Nah. And he was, that ain't me. You don't know why he was in the Coliseum is because he violated his probation. Yo, this <laughs> cannot <get> control. <laughs> Meek Mill was not in Thor. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> what else do we have? What did we? What do we come here to do? How do you do this show? Oh yeah, Patreon. Listen, <laughs> this episode is made possible for us to talk about Tyrese and Meek Mill <laughs> because. Sorry. Of our Patreon subscribers. Shout out to everyone who has joined the Patreon. Shout out to everybody who's helping keeping Comic with Junto alive and well and flourishing. We really appreciate you guys. Consider putting Comic with Junto on your pull list Mm -hmm. um, and helping us continue to grow and blossom what we got going on. For only $5 a month if you join the Patreon. Or more. Or more, by all means, uh, for only $5 starting at, you can join the exclusive Comic Book Junto Facebook group where it is popping off on the daily. We'll send you stickers I, as well. I get, I get most of my news from there now. I also get most of my memes from that group now. A uh, lot of really good conversations. We'll send you stickers. For $10 a month, we'll send you stickers. You also get a t-shirt if you stick with us for three months of being a Patreon supporter. No, that's the pin at $10. Oh, yeah, the pin. I'm sorry, the enamel pin. Uh, and we'll bring you into the Comic Book Junto private group. And what is it? $25. Yeah. $25 a month. You stick with us for three months. We give you uh, access to the private Facebook group. You're having a good time in there. You got the stickers, you've got the enamel pin, and you get an exclusive comic book Junto t shirt. That's right. That's where it's at. For $5 million, yeah. you can help your man, Jody. And you get none of the comic book Junto stuff, but, but you get the good karma yeah. you know, of bailing out Tyrese. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. Unclear. So, speaking of fights, 
Did you hear what happened to Green Ranger and John Clavin Dam? I can't. I hate having conversations about <laughs> that dude. Yo. He comes up yo, far too often. Did you hear what happened? I'm asking you a question. Did you hear what happened with the Green Ranger? I'm not going to... In John Clavin Van Damme. <laughs> am I, I understanding? Green Ranger and kickboxer. There was a kerfuffle. There was a kerfuffle on the, the show floor of a convention? What yes. convention? Yes. I don't know. Bottom line. Mm. Did you know that there was like... Uh, a brawl brewing between JCVD and Green slash White Ranger for, I did not for know many moons now? I did not know that until I read about this on comicbook.com. And comicbook.com supposes that this all began 20 years ago when John Claude Van Damme blew off the Green Ranger at the premiere of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers motion picture. Mm. How could he? How could he? I don't know, man. Something came up. I don't know. And he couldn't catch that flick. He was too busy. I don't know. He was doing splits or something. I don't even remember out. Tommy being in the movie, in that movie. Man, I don't know. I thought it was a whole new crew. I have no idea, man. I don't, I don't know what's going Whatever. on. But ultimately, <laughs> they got into an actual scuffle. Uh-huh. He, like, Green Ranger challenged him to an MMA fight. Did you know oh, that? Oh, no. It, we have, yeah, we talked about this. Green Definitely. Ranger challenged Jean-Claude Adam to an MMA fight. This is a while ago. It never really went down. Mm-hmm. And I guess, from what I understand, they were at the same convention mm-hmm. and they asked Green Ranger, I'm going to stop calling him Green Ranger, Jason David Frank. <laughs> they asked Jason David Frank to share his room mm. with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm. And it's like, why would bad you, blood? You know what y'all doing. Yeah, why would you put on. them together? <laughs> you know what's going on. You know what time it is. So they put them together. And of course, a uh, heated discussion ensued. Uh-huh. There's some video. Uh-huh. The video shows the discussion. But uh, allegedly, Green Ranger put Kickboxer in a headlock. Mm. What do you what do you think the odds are of this being a promotion for something? Well, John Claude Van Damme's got his show that's coming show, out on Amazon, which looks good. It looks it looks, funny. it looks funny. Yeah, and Jason David Frank is doing something with like <laughs> debt Bloodshot. Oh, oh yeah, he wanted to play Bloodshot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if he's actually doing it. But. Ultimately, I don't care about none of that. Sure. Who wins in the fight? Let's just go. Uh, they're going into the octagon. They're going to be undercard fight in the UFC uh-huh. because they're probably going to be undercard fight. Actually, if they're if the John Claude Van Damme fights. Like Jason David Frank is definitely going to be in the main card. I worry Who do you have this, in the fight? Well, I want to worry about this being a precedent for celebrity fights. It's like celebrity death match, but for real. Why? Because who's people are going to crave this? Money's. I'm already craving there. it. Well, who's next? Who's next? I don't what what see, are you talking about? I'm, I'm not a fight fan like you. I don't want to. What's see the problem? I don't want to see people get beat up. What do you mean? That's just not. That's not not my entertainment. Why not? Because I, I don't need to see people hitting each other. I want to see people hugging each other. Give me a Adam. You hug, read comic books out, and watch movies where people hit each other all the time. Yeah, but in comics it's different. And in movies, how? It, it, well, nobody's actually getting hurt, huh? Except for my, unless a character that you like is being, you know, excoriated. Nobody's I, getting first hurt. First of all, wait a minute. Now, but the hold, now hold, you gotta. That's a word I don't understand. Okay, so I need you to explain. I've never heard that in all of my years of living. Uh huh. Did you just make a word up? Torn apart, being torn apart. Wait, hold on. Excoriate is a word. Yes. Yeah. Where did you learn this word? Uh, you made this word up. Yeah. Uh, that ain't a, a word. It's a Seuss thing. It was like a, a Dr. Dr. Seuss. Yeah. I would excoriate you in a box. I would excoriate you with a fox. So on and so on and so on. Green eggs. I, I don't. That's where we are right now. My okay. money is on Green Ranger only because he is younger. 
is a younger man, and he is more limber. I, you think Green Ranger is more limber than Kickboxer? I don't know. Have you ever seen Bloodsport? <laughs> yeah. In any John Clive Van Damme movie. Yeah. One, he's going to do a split. Uh-huh. Two, he's going to do a spinning <laughs> heel kick, so basically do a split in midair. But that's a movie. So I'm I'm saying I think, uh, uh, God, what is his name? Frank? Jason David Frank. Jason. Green Ranger. White Ranger. Call him one of them. Tommy. Whatever you, Tommy. Yeah. What, whatever you want to do. I think Tommy has youth on his side. Mm-hmm. So maybe he is uh, uh, more prepared to take a hit and then get back up. It, it won't affect him as I, much. I mean, he's no spring chicken. I think that Jason David Frank actually trains MMA. You think so? I mean, from what I know, he's had actual MMA fights. Okay. I don't know that John Clover damn has had MMA fights, so I'm just going to pick the actual MMA fighter. Gotcha. It's like when, like people back in, I mean, we have superheroes. Yeah. Like yeah. Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. you know, and all kinds of stuff like that. People <laughs> say, man, Bruce Lee was the greatest fighter that ever lived. It's like, wait, hold, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Back up. Wait a minute. Bruce Lee... Is a martial artist. Mm-hmm. He taught martial arts, but let's let's hold on with the uh, he'd beat anybody in the UFC stuff. Sure. Like he act he he was a martial practicing martial artist, but he was an actor. Well, people like to say that, but they, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't actually make any sense. It's like saying Sylvester Stallone would beat anybody in a boxing match because he trained in boxing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And he, you know, maybe he's a lifelong boxing practitioner. Yeah. But that in no way, shape, or form makes him able to go beat somebody in his weight class. Sure, sure. You know, like it's like saying Ralph Macchio had his prime would be. <laughs> it's like, no. No, he would most certainly would not. That's not how this works. Ralph Macchio had his prime. Yeah, but I'm saying all this to say uh, I'm excited to see the actual fight happen. If it happens, I'm in there. Yeah. Well, I, I have a feeling it will happen because clearly there is money available. I don't know if they're going to do that. Well, John Claude is not going to take that fight. I think the Mayweather fight, the the uh, uh, the fight earlier in the year, uh, God, Mayweather and Conor McGregor and McGregor opened the floodgates a little bit for. Not that this didn't exist before, because it certainly did, but mm-hmm. it opened the floodgates for people to be really consumed in a ridiculous matchup. And then that proved, that to, wasn't be, that ridiculous. Then it proved to be not so ridiculous. Yeah. Right, exactly. But, you know, I think a lot of the talk, the pomp, the the hype around it was like, this is an outrageous matchup. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. But So I, I don't think this is too far flung from just pairing celebrities together. I just don't think... You know, John, if somebody can make money on it. I don't think Jean-Claude Van Damme is going to put himself at risk in that way. I think Jason David Frank is totally down to do that because to him, what he's does he not have to lose. Well, that and he's he trains in MMA, so MMA fighters spar on the regular. Yeah. So getting in the ring with somebody and punching and kicking them is it's not a problem. It's sure. just what it's just what guys who train do. Sure. I mean, there's probably guys that you work with that spar and you just don't know because it's not something that they normally talk about. Mm-hmm. I don't see John claude Van Damme doing MMA sparring. So as a result, he's not stupid enough to go in there and go, you know, like I'm just going to come off the bench and then beat a guy who trains on the regular. Sure. He's an actor. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, peace and safety to both of them. No, no peace and safety. Let's get it on. Let's get this fight going. Danger in, you know, double, double, boiling trouble. Let's oh, get it popping. Ooh, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, that reminds me of Halloween. So I want to bring up something else absolutely ridiculous. Okay, what's that? In our, in our news list. Uh, did you see the story about the doctor dressed as Heath Yo. Ledger's Joker? Yo. Dressed as Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. And this doctor delivered a baby dressed as the Joker? <laughs> yes. Yes. Who 
No. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know why? You you recently became a father. Yeah. Can you tell me what is going through your mind when you were in the room with your wife uh-huh. and she is ready to give birth right. and walks the doctor? Joker. Nah, what are you doing? And yes. What are you doing? Stop playing around. This is insane. Now, also keep in mind, it was Halloween. <laughs> it does not fix it. it I mean, it, it has context. Let me get a little bit of story here. Uh-huh. It was Halloween, number uh-huh. one. Number two, he had left. And then... He said he was coming back. They asked him to come back in the costume. Mm. They requested it. They made a special request. So he came back, dressed as Heath Ledger's Joker, uh-huh. delivered this baby. Yeah. It's extra weird. It is very weird. Yeah, I am not with it. <laughs> for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm for me, for me, the, for me and mine. I'm freaked out about the the, the wig, the hair, the yeah, paint, it's the, like, all of that. Yeah, I don't want none of that. I don't want all that. Like, we got a job. To, are you even sterile? I That's what I'm really concerned about. Like that can't be sterile. No, you know what I mean. Do you think when he uh, finally has the baby in his hands and he, you know, he's there and the baby is healthy and the mom and dad they're there, they're smiling. Do you want to know how I got this baby? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I'm a part of it. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah, that's no. Nah, I would be, I would be upset with this. But look, if the couple they asked for it, it, from what I mean from the article, if I remember correctly, they asked for it. Yikes! Speaking of more nonsense. Mm. Um, you know what's going on with the Lion King movie. Yeah. Okay. Beyonce. Beyonce, Queen B is going to mm-hmm. be Nala. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Charles Gambino, is going to be Simba. Yep. You know, we've got James Earl Jones coming back as Mufasa. Yeah. Um, so on and so Incredible on. Incredible cast. Great cast. Now. <sighs> These are just the lions so far that we're talking. Yeah. They're there. Other characters. There are other characters, yeah. That are part of the Lion King community. <laughs> the yeah, the um, And, you know, this movie has played a huge role in, you know, the circle of life. Yeah. Like, everyone has seen this movie. This is arguably one of the better movies, animated movies ever. I mean, I'm sure oh, you can yeah, make no the doubt. argument. No doubt. Uh, one of the best Disney films ever. Yeah. Especially. So it makes sense that this would influence all kinds of culture, pop culture, and just be in people's minds. It's made its way to hip hop as we see and hip hop culture and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Childish Gambito, Beyonce. Sure. Let's just get to the bottom. The Migos want to play the three hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Twitter. It really... And people are actually like, please make this happen. Yeah. Adam, I'm going to reserve my opinion. I'd like to hear yours. Uh-huh. The Migos yeah. want to play Mama. Okay. Growl, growl. Like these guys. <laughs> these guys. Motor sport. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, it's perfect. I, I'm I, sorry, what? I'm, I, it's, I'm sorry, what? It's Perfect. All set. Woo, 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 That's what woo, I need. I, I want the hyenas to come in and be hype man for Scar. Who's yeah. playing Scar? Do we know? Uh, we know, but I, I, I don't. I can't recall. I, I don't know how. I that. want them to do what they do. They are the feature. <laughs> they are the feature. They're up in the elephant Adam. graveyard, and they are the feature Adam. on whatever <laughs> Scar is laying down. Adam. You know you want to hear Quavo say... <laughs> Anything as a hyena. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. Do you want this or no? No. Why? Why? Adam. 
Adam. Be serious. Uh, we ain't talking about me. Be serious. You be serious. Are you joking right Who now? Would you rather have Adam. The Migos <laughs> barely speak. <laughs> have you seen them in interviews? Oh, set. Have you seen them in interviews? Lama, mama, lama, lama. Yeah, Red, pajama. They don't do a lot of talking. Full is mama. Yeah, sure. Like the Migos, like they in interviews they don't really talk much. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go here and let's just. This is gonna be my my case. <laughs> They would have to rap. They would have to rap. So they 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 can't. Come on, man. Nah, Adam. Are you like on some real? Like, let's let's stop. Are you? Do you really believe that this is a good look for the Lion King movie? Uh, (laughs) Quavo, (laughs) Offset, yeah, and take take off. off. They're probably not very good actors. So I'm. But I don't know this. They're probably this is probably better as a, a funny or die sketch. There we go. So I'll, now I'll give we you that. this is a Saturday Night Live sketch. I'll give you that Saturday Night Live sketch for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's say you know Migos happened to be on Saturday Night Live and then they did like that's a funny joke. But for a real part, that's gonna piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> These guys have lines to deliver. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, like, a hyena is not a dog, but I so badly just want to. But say, I mean, they're fun. If you, a dog, <laughs> like this, literally, you are. <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's ad libs and singing and rapping and making good songs and good uh-huh. beats. They're they're great at that. Sure. Like, but I don't think the direction that Lion King is going or where I want Lion King to go is into like amigos. Album. You don't want them to like, that's not do what this Lion just King, for comedy. Yeah, that's not yeah. what Lion King is about. Sure. Like we're talking about doing it for the culture. Mm-hmm. Like that that doesn't fit. That doesn't go. Like sure. it, it would be a funny thing, but it would probably ruin the movie. Because these guys, the hyenas actually play a role. They actually have lines to deliver. They do. They actually have a part that they play in the movie. I would you know how there's the one like crazy hyena? Mm-hmm. I would want that to be uh maybe Young Thug. Or uh, little Uzi Vert, all right, because he could play that. He he could play the crazy. Yeah, 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 Ooh. yeah, yeah. Ooh. Huh? What? <laughs> you no. he could do that. No, he can't. I think it would be funny. I think it would be funny. It yeah. would not make a good movie. All right, terrible movie. Okay. Who, funny who sketches. Would you rather have as the three. I haven't you have three even three hyenas. I haven't even thought about that uh, at all. Um, I don't know that. Maybe you just call them all the Gucci Gang instead. Instead of doing the Gucci hyenas, Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> you point out all three of them. No, we can't just take random rappers and then just <laughs> stick the like. They actually gotta be good, man. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't work for me. I don't. I want see Hannibal Buress as one of them. I can see that. I want Hannibal as one of them. I can see something everything like that happening. Everything he is in, everything he does is you know what I mean, like super good. That, that like you know, he respects the you material. Know, you know who could actually do a good job, but there's only two of them. Mm. The girls from Broad City, mm. Alana and Elite. Oh God, La- Alana and oh, what's the other? I don't know what the characters' names are. I, I have to look it up. It's there's only crazy. there's only two of them, yeah. but they have great chemistry between the two of them. Alana Wexler and Abby, and Ab- yeah, Alana yeah. And, and Abby. I don't even mm-hmm. actually know what their real names are. Mm-hmm. In like the real, uh, is that their real first names? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it is. It's those Alana two, Glazer, Abby Jacobson. Those two would be great, but there's only two of them. Yeah, but no, they would be good. Please keep those two and Hannibal. 
That's my. That's where Please I Please keep. Um, and if they can't do it, Lion then King. <laughs> they can't do it. Then Quavo is currently campaigning. Mm-mm. I don't really know Mm-mm. if that's how it works, but he's currently campaigning. I don't think that's going to work out at all. Tell you what, how you get that thirteen thousand dollars a month though, Tyrese? You just got to become thirteen. It's going up. You just got to become one of those hyenas. Now, Tyrese. No, keep him out of it too. I don't want him nothing to do because he nah. I don't. I don't need him messing that up. Fair. Let's continue to move forward. Mm-hmm. What else we got going on here? Uh, let's talk about Chadwick Boseman for a second. If we're going to mm, talk about is, Disney. We're going to talk about movies. This is major Marvel movies. Uh, Chadwick Boseman has been talking a lot about the upcoming Black Panther movie. No spoilers. No spoilers. This is blackout congregation friendly. I promise. But black the Black Panther movie comes out in February, Black and, History Month. And in a recent inter- interview, uh, Bozeman talked a little bit about the accent. Yes, the Wakandan accent. Yes, yes. Because up until the Civil War film, we had never heard. Wakandan, mm-hmm. and Bozeman had to develop an accent for it, yeah. and he got into a little bit of the philosophy of where that accent came from and why he's using it. And this is major, yeah. And I mean, I got to tell you, internet, you can't see me, but I'm black, okay? Huh? Yeah. And um, like when I first read Black Panther from Ta-Nehisi Coates, when you read that first page where he kind of breaks down and he talks about Wakanda. And I just want to give a little backstory on like Wakanda. So you have a, a kind of a grasp for context for what this is and what this means. Mm-hmm. Wakanda is an unconquered group of people. Mm-hmm. That means they didn't go through slavery. That's right. They didn't go through colonialism. Right. That means they're the smartest people in the Marvel universe by themselves. Unmessed with. They are the most technologically advanced people in the Marvel universe. By themselves, independently, completely, they are the richest people in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in, yeah. in the Marvel Universe, yeah, and they have the the largest amount of vibranium. Mm-hmm. So that means all of this stuff was done independently, right, from anybody else, right. any slavery, any colonialism, anything. Now this is canon. Yeah. This isn't Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff. No. This isn't rewriting stuff. This is how it's always been. That's right. So you've seen Stark Tech. There's a concept where they'd go, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, Tony Stark's really smart. There's a level where, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but conceptually it'd be like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this whole idea... I'll save it up until after I read this, because I think there's context. So this is what Chadman has, has to say. <clears throat> Speaking about the accent. People think about how race has affected the world. It's not just in the States. Colonialism is the cousin of slavery. Colonial, colonialism in Africa would have, would have it that... Uh, would have it that. Would have it that in order to be a ruler, his education comes from Europe. I wanted to be completely sure that we didn't convey that idea because that would be counter to everything that Wakanda is about. It's supposed to be the most technologically advanced nation on the planet. If it's supposed to not have been conquered, which means that advancement has happened without colonialism tainting it, proposing the well of it, I mean, excuse me, poisoning the well of it without stopping it or disrupting it then there's no way he would speak with an European accent. Yeah. If it, if I did that, it would be conveying a white supremacist idea of what being educated 
is and what being royal or presidential is because it's not just about him running around and fighting he's the ruler of a nation and he's the uh, he's, he's the ruler of a nation and if he's the ruler of a nation he has to speak to his people he has to galvanize his people and there's no way i could speak to my people who have never been conquered by europeans with a european voice man That's... i read that article yeah and it was like when I read that first page of ta book, I almost cried. Like, yeah. almost was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, the idea of, like, we're the smartest, we're the richest, mm-hmm. we're the most technologically advanced, and y- y'all had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So even the question of, like, why don't you have a European? And it's kind of like, what you mean? Have you read? Do you know the story of Black, Wakanda and Black Panther? Of course. Why would? And the whole idea of like it would perpetuate that we would need to be white, right? And or or we need white, pe- like we, white people. We would need white, like white people's people. involvement, right? In order to be rich and wise and smart and presidential and royal. And I mean, that was just like I can't wait for the story of this movie. This is so it's so moving to me. J- simply it, it, this is a really basic level. Simply to see an actor be so invested in the character, in the lore, in the logic and function of how the character behaves and why. It's it's really exciting to see that. Now, take that further and have this be an opportunity in which a fictional character is educating people about colonialism and then enlightening people and saying, you want some real science fiction? How about this? We never needed you. Colonialism never happened. Not ne- to us. Never touched us. Not to us. Right. Not to Wakanda. And that's it's so powerful to think about what that does to the story, to the characters, he uses the word galvanize, and it it galvanizes the characters, all of the 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 characters in Wakanda, all of them. Of not course, just, I mean, not just T'Challa is the person who is imbued with this power. All of Wakanda. Just to think, like, as a black man thinking, like, what would it like? It's it it is. What would it be it, like? It is like. It's like. It's sad that it's like. What would that be like? Mm-hmm. But just to think, like, there's this place that's like, black people are the best. Black, like, it's not like, man, like, no, like, if black people are black, dark skin, you know, it, like, even in the the narrative, it's like they discovered Wakanda. Sure. It's kind of like, what's that over, what's around that, what's around that mountain? And you're like, what in the world is this? Sure. This place that's like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, we've been here. Yeah, like no Christopher Columbus didn't stumble upon Wakanda and go, and 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 the whole and the, the thing that's dope about this is the idea of yeah, come try to get this vibranium if you want. Sure, <laughs> yeah. try to try to come get this if you want. Try to roll up here forty five, which like the idea of forty five going. Listen, they've got. Um, They've got vibranium. I need it. You know he would try. (laughs) You know he would try. You know he would come after me. And I think, and I'm interested to see if they're even going to touch on that. No. You know what I mean? No, they won't. Because because they have people who work with that uh, uh, Republican Party that are part of Disney. Like Marvel, well, Marvel's connection we'll to see. Disney and Disney's connection. Not to not not, not literally forty five, but I'm just saying the idea of it already seems like it already seems like sure from what I remember because I don't want to remember. But what I remember, it's kind of like 
Yeah, we I found I found this place called Wakanda. Listen, they got some stuff over there, boy. Yeah. I've never seen anything like this before in my entire. Now I've seen some stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what you said. I've mm-hmm. seen people fly. I've seen, but I have never seen anything like. Did you even know that was over there? Mm-hmm. Like, and the idea of well, we got to go get that. We and and T'Challa and Shuri being like, yeah, yeah, you think so, huh? Come try it. Mm-hmm. Like that's. That's like being black, the ability to have not only the, the, like the agency, but the ability to go, you can't have it even if you gave it your best shot. You right. can't have it. Right, right. You know? Yeah. We, we will allow you to exist, you know? And we're not trying to, you know, I don't know what the story's going to be, but it's just, it's just a powerful idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've looked at this. We haven't talked about it much, but did you happen to see that piece on Slate about Marvel Legacy and the renumbering comics? Yes. So that that there's a an article up on Slate.com about how Marvel Legacy and their insistence to go back to the old school numbering mm-hmm. has actually exposed this. Yeah, good tie-in, good tie-in to the Black Panther. It's a truth that I think we already have. Mm -hmm. It's something that we already know, but it just offers evidence for something, which is Marvel doesn't promote black superheroes Mm -hmm. uh, and and hasn't over time because Marvel is trying to sell comics to a group of people who at one time were fans that were all white, who were like... Not this this larger diverse group of people, and so the stories were certainly not diverse. They weren't reflecting the world, and something interesting to me, just thinking about the effect of the the reality of slavery, the reality of of white supremacy, mm-hmm. and how it affects Chadwick Boseman and how he goes into planning how he approaches this character. Yeah. Well, now we have this empirical evidence in Marvel's new or old, I should say, number system for their comics, which is showing comics like Black Panther, comics like Luke Cage, have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds fewer in their comic book count than, say... That is an objective fact. Spider-Man. That is not an opinion. No, no, not at all. That's the whole point of this article. So Amazing Spider-Man currently has 789 books. Mm-hmm. Hulk, at this is at the time of the writing, Hulk at 709, Thor at 700, Daredevil 595, that gives you an idea. These are characters that are, you know, dating back. Right. Spider-Man is stepped back into the 1960s. Now, put that up against Black Panther and Luke Cage. Luke Cage has 287 books. Since when? Since the 60s. And Deadpool, who debuted 25 years after Black Panther, mm-hmm. Deadpool has more books than Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, it's just this, it's just crazy. And it, it's, I know this. I knew this. We've yeah. had this conversation yeah. before. And then recently, unfortunately, you have people at Marvel saying insane things like people don't want diversity. We tried it and you didn't buy it. It didn't work in our favor. Mm -hmm. But what we're seeing here, cold, hard evidence is in the, the time of this company existing. They don't promote these heroes. They don't promote these superheroes, these stories. Yeah. And it's... For Black Panther to come out in February, Black History Month, for it to have the cast that it has and the thoughtfulness that is going into this movie, it's it's it feels like such a victory. But I I want so badly to see this reflected in the comic books. Yes, the MCU, the movies, I'm I'm very happy about that. But I want to see it in the source material. And I guess I can only say like only time will tell, right? 
Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm in my stack. We completely blazed past. Uh, um, Sorry, Internet. I didn't, buy any, I didn't buy any comic books. But uh, in my Not stack, I've got, I've got Falcon, number two, from... Uh, um, Marvel, Rodney Barnes, yeah, for Marvel, and you know, only time will tell. You know how many of these books will continue and thrive and inspire other things, and and I want to see that be the case. But I, I had wondered, what what do you think about that slate piece? Reading through that, does that say anything new to you? Does yeah. it confirm things you already realized? I mean, the thing about okay, the interesting thing about this stuff is like part of being. A person of color, part of being black, part of being uh, a marginalized person or a, a, a minority in things is there are things that I know via experience yeah. that people go, oh, we finally found evidence. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. good for you that you found out something that we all knew, you know, like, but the reality of it is, is this ain't news to me. It's good to be able to have objective evidence, which is kind of what we talked about in episode 78, the whole idea of being able to have a, a concrete solid point. And that's what this is for me. It's like, Hey, thanks for the evidence of the thing I already knew. It reminds me of the, the presidential election and the response to the election <laughs> happening in which a lot of people were saying, I'm so surprised. I can't believe this happened. And your response, Octavius, was, I'm not surprised. Yeah. How is this surprising? It's, this played out exactly like I've watched it play out. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it reminds me of that, of course, on a smaller scale, but it's, uh, it's, it's maybe a good thing to have this in daylight. Yeah. So people can all look at it and say, okay, it is impossible to refute this now. There's a quote by W. Edwards Deming, which I just saw for the first time today. Mm. It says, quote, without data, you're just another person with an opinion. Hmm. Hmm. Without data, you're just another person with an opinion. So for me, when it comes to making a point, it's helpful to have data. Sure. Because at the end of the day, if I bring present data and you present opinion, then you're just being ignorant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think, well, I think, well, I think, well, I think. Okay. Well, let's get to some objective truth, some objective data. Because then it forces you to be ignorant. Yeah. You know? So if you're trying to make your point, this helps us make our point when it comes to comic books. Something that I already knew. Something that we've already felt. Something that we've, we're already wrestling through. I mean, when people come out and say things like, we tried, we can go, <clears throat> excuse me. So the data shows... You tried a lot harder with Deadpool than you have with Luke Cage. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, the data shows you objectively have put more effort, energy, time, talent, treasure, money into white characters than you have people of color. Right. So I'd like you to address that. Well, uh, no, we haven't. No, 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 no. The data shows mm -hmm. that you have. So I'd like you to address what you're saying? Oh, we don't want to. Ah, you don't want to. No. Okay, now we can hold you accountable. Yeah, you can't. You can't dance it away because that like, you, you, it might not seem that way, but it's extremely disrespectful mm -hmm. to say we tried diversity and the and 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 it didn't work. And it didn't work. Yeah, it's it's disrespectful yeah. to to me to go. How'd you try it? And these were what, what, is it, made, what does it mean to try? These were comments made this year in 2017. Like, what are, what are you talking about? Yeah. But that's what happens when, you know, going back to Ta-Nehisi Coates' point, if you live 
in, in an environment that affirms and amens and attaboys and well dones statements like that without fact checking. And even when you fact check, people go, ah, mm-hmm. that might make you crazy. Yeah. That might make you say crazy things. That might make you look at objective evidence or just not do. Right. The work to get the objective evidence is just going to go, oh, nobody wants representation. People just want white guys in capes and cows and domino masks and guns and knives and swords and crackooms. That's all we, we, we tried. Sure. But the thing is, representation is hard. Mm-hmm. And if you take stuff away from a group of people for a long period of time, if you don't represent people for a long period of time, and if you actually see that you need to go back, like I, I heard this. When it comes to justice, there's this, there's, this, there's this idea, right? So let's say we're playing a game, right? So let's say team A versus team B. Sure. Team A has been breaking the rules, breaking the rules, breaking the rules, breaking the rules. And the ref hasn't been calling it. Bill Belichick, take the air out the ball. <laughs> you, but let's say team, team B has been playing by the rules, mm-hmm. right? And they're calling everything on them sure so they don't call team a they do call team b let's say at halftime they go hey man you know what we've been really doing team b bad you know we're gonna start calling everything even across the board right but here's the deal team a is so far ahead at halftime even if you start calling it even it's going to be extremely hard for team B to make up because team A is so far ahead. Yeah. So there's got to be a part where not only, and this is, I I literally heard this in a sermon from my pastor on Sunday Mm -hmm. because he was talking about justice. He's like, it's not one part of justice is going start, stop calling it bad, call it fair. Mm -hmm. The other part of it is we got to make up for the advantage. Mm -hmm. Because it's never going to be fair because they're already so far ahead, yeah. you know? So when it comes to dealing with representation, if you go, we tried it, it's like, what, you've made one or two calls, right? And you go, it doesn't work. We're going to go back to calling it right, crazy? exactly. Like that, you have to acknowledge not only have we been calling it wrong, but we got to go out of our way to fix the damage we've done. Yeah. And that's going to be hard. Yeah. Yeah, and I think of Tanahasi Coates in his lecture last week when Tanahasi was asked a question by somebody in the 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 audience, and I think the question was something like, "What do you do with that? When you think about the injustice?" Oh yeah, you know, like what do you what do you do with that? Interesting answer. And and his response was, "I live with it. I let it burn. I let it burn, and then I I I soak in it. I absorb it, and then I put." Everything that I feel on a, a piece of paper, mm-hmm. and I hope it burns you. Yeah, that's it. And it requires the it requires the voluntary experience of pain, which is why so many people turn away from it and say, like, um, you know, I, my my nobody in my family, none of my my uh, relatives, they, they didn't have slaves. They weren't slaveholders. So I'm not beholden to anybody. Mm. I'm not racist. I didn't have slaves. Because it's this it's this insistence that I, I don't want to believe in the unfair reality of the past. I don't want to put any stock into that. It doesn't yeah. affect me. It's easier to say, you know what? Fair. Let's start fresh. No. There's no such thing. That's not how it works. Because what you're saying is, forget the past. Get, get over Can't it. Can't we move forward? No, no, we 
you know, like we have to, in moving forward, part of moving forward means we have to address what has happened. That's right. So when it comes to dealing with comic books, it comes to dealing with representation, the stuff that we love, and when we break it down, and it's like, so again, I say, hey, it's good to have evidence. It's good to have data. So it's not just we're slinging opinions around. We can say, hey, Marvel, listen, man, this is your heritage. And just like, I mean, I know we reference Tanahasi a lot because, I mean, the dude is, the dude is, like the old head in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of the things he said is when he writes comics, he's like, he doesn't erase past. He doesn't retcon. He doesn't reboot. He goes, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. So now that that has happened, I got to build that into the story. I can't just erase the past. I don't have that. He, he doesn't write that way. Right. So similarly, when it comes to this stuff with comics, that happened. Yeah. Acknowledge it. So let's move forward because it doesn't fix anything to act like it didn't happen. And I think that, this helps us to actually be able to make the point if you care enough. If you care enough to make this better or if you see that it needs to be made better, then let's acknowledge it. Because one of the first steps to designing a solution is to acknowledge the fact that there's a problem. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and one of the problems in this case would have to do with creators and the people who are available to tell these stories authentically mm -hmm. and who is working for DC, who is working for Marvel, for image, for dark horse. Speaking of which, right. I'm, I'm getting there, yeah. but who is there to tell these stories that need to be told mm -hmm. to put in the work to fix, not fix, but to, you know, really go double time to make sure that the injustice doesn't persist. Yeah. That, and that not only, not continue. only, not only stop the injustice, but, it's an interesting thing to wrestle with is like, do you want to make it right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's a, do that's you want a, to do better. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one thing to just, I'm going to like, if I, <laughs> if I steal from you, I'm not going to steal from you anymore. The next thing is I'm going to replace what I stole <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going to, I'm going to address the hurt and the harm and the detriment and the setback that it gave, that it put you in yeah. when I took it from you. That's right. That's, 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 that's work. Mm -hmm. And the question is, you want to do that work. Right. A lot of people don't want to do it. Now, speaking of things being stolen, <laughs> stolen, big news in the comic book world, mm -hmm. big news. I mean, just about as big as it gets in comics. Mm -hmm. Marvel is taking an L. And you they, feel you think so? Well, I have I have more nuanced opinions. Okay, I think, um, Break I think it. the public face. You, you gonna right go now? with the uh, you gonna go with the hot take? I mean, I mean, we need that. We need to get this NPC so we can yeah, have we these need, sounds. Yeah, we need that. What? <laughs> like the, the flame <laughs> joke. Hadouken. Yeah, <laughs> right. I just I anything to get in the sound. Yoga effect. fire and I, it just yo yoga. I gotta yoga write fire that is down. good for the hot take. My my hot take is right now. It looks like Marvel is taking an L. They okay. have lost. One of their greatest creators and brand champions, Brian Michael Bendis, to none other mm -hmm. Dark Horse. DC. DC has put out a statement. We are beyond thrilled to welcome Brian Michael Bendis exclusively to the DC family. Exclusively. With a multi-year, multifaceted deal. He's one of the premier writers in the industry, having created so many unforgettable stories wherever he's been and we wherever, wherever he's been. Mm -hmm. Where have you been? And we can't wait to see what he has planned for the DC Universe. The creator of Jessica Jones. Yep. The creator of Miles Morales. Yep. Of Riri Williams. Yep. Of so many characters. Mm -hmm. He's made an indelible mark in the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of his stories have been used for Netflix shows, for movies. I mean, you name it. Right, right. And he is exclusively working for the competitor. 
Damn. What's your take? Well, you had so you said you had some. I think on its face, I got a thought, but I want to hear what you're saying. I think on its face, this looks really bad for Marvel. Okay, I think um, uh, the my most immediate intuitive response is, "Oh no, Marvel! What mm. happened? Mm. That's a breakup you don't want." What happened? Why do you say that? This Bendis writes so many books. Marvel mm-hmm. puts the, a lot of their eggs in like two baskets, and What's one the of the, one of those baskets is named Brian Michael Bendis, and the other is and that. Well, now the other one is I think I think is shifting a little bit. It used to be Jonathan Hickman was mm-hmm. their guy, or Nick Spencer was their guy. They always have person of the year mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that, right? So, but Brian Michael Bendis is consistent consistently present, always there, always creating, always writing. He writes so many freaking books, so many books. And that is going to be a problem for Marvel because they're going to lose that writer. Mm -hmm. So I think on its face, it looks like an issue. However, I believe Marvel has a huge opportunity to double down on something really, really powerful and positive, which is to say, this opens up opportunities for us to lift voices you haven't heard yet mm-hmm. and we are so excited for you to hear them. Yes. Now we get to give you ta Coates on the books that you wanted yeah. ta on. Yeah. Now we get to bring back Roxanne Gay. Mm-hmm. Now we get to give you all of the people who were serving Squirrel Girl, She-Hole, mm-hmm. Moon Knight. Yeah. We're, we're putting things into places. And because we recognize that Brian Michael Bendis had his paws on everything by our design, now him moving away means that we can start filling some spots. And I think that is a really positive spin on what could otherwise be perceived as a breakup, a bad breakup. Yeah. That's my sense. Now, the thing is, is that would require Marvel to invest in talking about the future and talking about how they want to bring new voices. But right now they're very mired in the legacy stuff. And legacy is all about the old, the tradition, the way back when. So I wonder how they're going to pull this off. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Are you excited? Are you moved by this at all? Uh, Brian Michael Bendis was writing everything. Everything. Yeah. I mean, so there's a there's a thought for me that was like, dag, you know, that's a big loss. Mm-hmm. But it really does depend on how you look at things, mm-hmm. you know? Um, who's the editor of Marvel? What's Tom his name? Braveheart? Hmm? Or Axel Alonso? Axel Alonso. Sure. So, I mean, Axel could look at it and say, you know, sometimes you got to take a loss. Sometimes you got to lose. Sometimes you got to have something happen that doesn't necessarily go your way uh-huh. in order to innovate, mm-hmm. in order to say, hey, you know, we need to find another way. Yeah. I, can you write this? You know? And when you have someone else step up, that actually allows you to go, oh, wow, okay. If it hadn't have been for this scenario that went this way, we wouldn't have been able to move in this direction. We wouldn't have been paying attention to new voices. Yeah, we wouldn't look at that. Because, you know, you've got to... I mean, there's a reality of me that's like a white guy's writing Miles Morales, Riri Williams, Jessica Jones, Mm -hmm. and Defenders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like... I mean, like, I, I, sure, these books are cool and all, like, yeah. but it, I would love, like, is there sure, anybody else, else? Is yeah. there anybody else that has a take yeah, on these did characters? Anybody else want to turn? One of the back? first things that I thought about was like, okay, who's writing Miles? Right. 
okay, who's writing Riri? Right. You know what I mean? Those yeah. are boom, boom. Like, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Like, where are we going to go with Miles? Where are we going to go with Riri Williams? Are we going to get different stories now? Different characters? Because I'm telling you, there are more great writers out there yeah. that are just waiting. Look at Issa. Yeah. Who knew that Issa was going to give us Insecure? Hmm. I mean, maybe if you're really close to Issa Rae and you knew what her track background was. Sure. But I'm sure that that she needed the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Who knew that that was going to happen? So who knows what's going to go on? I mean, people are saying like, hey, David F. Walker, we want you to write um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. And David F. Walker tweets, and he was like, listen, I really appreciate the fact that you're saying that you want me to write it, but don't tell me. Don't tell Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Like, I'm here. I'm available. Mm-hmm. I'm skilled. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I know how to do this. Put me in, coach. Right. So a situation like this might just be the thing that we need in order to get some stuff shaken up. I, I'm all for David F. Walker taking over for Miles. I'm also really... I'm also for somebody I never even heard of who's I, just dope. I'm really excited by Falcon and where Falcon is going and Rodney Barnes writing for Marvel I think is a great look. I would love Rodney Barnes, the creator of the Boondocks, to do a take on Miles. I think that would be great. That would be so good. I've been thinking about other people that I want to see start writing comics that don't do it now. Have you ever read anything by Juno Diaz? No. Juno Diaz wrote a book called The Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wow, hmm. but this nerdy Dominican kid. It's so good. Juno Diaz could take a stab at writing comics. I would love to see Juno Diaz on something in mm-hmm. Marvel. That would be amazing. So I think this is something that is shaking up a lot of people. No doubt people are a little worried about it. I think Marvel has been taking a couple of L's from time to time. And uh, that's that's something that is not, I mean, it's not off my radar. Like, the Marvel Legacy stuff is weird. The Secret Empire stuff was not great. Mm-hmm. The diversity comments in the past year have not been good. Mm-hmm. Losing Bendis. It looks like a series of stumbles. And I'm excited. I'm going to tell you right now, man, I'm really excited for the potential mm-hmm. of what could come of this. Yeah. Same. Like, I, if, I, if they so, utilize this opportunity. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to get I mean, because it's like, man, we love comics and we love these people. Yeah. So let, let, I'm cool with it. All right, cool, man. Finish up. Mm-hmm. Finish up what you're doing with Miles. Finish up what you're doing with Jessica. Finish up with Defenders. Finish up with uh, Riri. Cool. Finish your arc up and go ahead. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to see who's going to take us somewhere next. Mm-hmm. Like, I want, like, you've heard me say this about movies. I want something fresh. I want something new. I want something that makes me go, whoa. Right. And, I think one of the ways to do that is you got to take some risks and you got to get some different ideas and voices in there. Yeah. Like look at Thor Ragnarok. We yeah. won't get into spoilers, but that's a different kind of movie. Very different. Look at, look at mother. You haven't seen that, but that's a different kind of movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like look at Logan, look at Deadpool. These are different kinds of movies. This was part of the conversation we had when the new mutants trailer came out. Right. We're talking about, a I horror want something movie. different. I, yeah. I don't mind having like, I mean, Stranger Things too. We yeah. love nostalgia. Oh, it feels great. But at the same time, don't you want to have something new that's like, whoa, I never thought we would go there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's let's try. I mean, Batman's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And Batman's done a lot of weird stuff. We've gone a lot of different places. Sure. There's some good stuff. There's some bad stuff. But the thing is, Batman has been around for a long, long time. Sure. We just got Miles, basically. We just got Riri. 
Where are we going? Let them have a crack. Let's go. Yeah, let's I try agree. some stuff. I agree. Let's let's do something and go. Uh, Spider Man, Peter Parker has been around for so long. Mm-hmm. We've done so many things with Tony Stark, Iron Man. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. Give her to, give her to somebody else. Give them to somebody else. I'm happy. Yeah. You I'm, know. I'm, I'm initially, you're kind of like ah, but then it's like man, whatever. He's just a guy who's writing stuff. I'm happy about it too. And on the flip side, I'm I'm looking at it from the DC perspective and thinking, I don't pick up that many DC books. That's another another side. Having Bendis put his name on something is going to tell me, okay, I followed Bendis through a lot of things. Yeah, I followed him through a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Most of them were worth it. Mm -hmm. Even the things that I didn't think were good. Isn't he writing Champions too? Uh, No, that's Mark Wade. Okay, Mark Wade. Although Mark Wade writing Champions is bad. That's like get lit. Bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Yeah, you can you can you can hear him trying to be someone. Hello, fellow teens. Yeah, yeah. It's it's rough. It's I'm excited. Look, yeah. Last story. Mm-hmm. You hear about this Fox Disney? Uh, yeah, this this. Uh, I I want uh, I want to have this conversation, this, and I want to be the the person who's just going to put a little damper uh, on it. Dizzy. It's not. Wait, what? Well, nobody knows what the heck's going on. It's not confirmed. Break it down for him real quick. Right. Let him know what's going on. There is a X Men are coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Woo! Let's go, baby. There it is. That's it. That's that's the news. But that's potentially the news. Potentially, Fox is apparently reportedly in talks to sell a lot of their property to Disney. Let's run down a couple bullet points. Twenty first Century Fox has been holding talks to sell most Mm -hmm. of the company. To Disney. They want to remain only with news and sports. Fox only wants news and sports. That's according to people familiar with the situation. That's right. So, bullet point. Disney would not purchase all of Fox, according to people with knowledge of the talks. Yeah. Fox is said to believe that a more tightly focused group of properties around news and sports could compete more effectively. The two sides are currently, are not currently talking at this very moment, sources said. But, you know, talks. Yep. So, that's 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 what we have. Nothing is this is allegedly this is possibly this sure. is could be maybe but I shared this in the Facebook group mm-hmm. and I my my two thoughts immediately one on one side maybe Disney owning absolutely everything under the sun is it's not everything. Not great. They won't own everything. But a lot yeah. of it. Who, they got who, a big what, what portion they, of the pie. They still don't have Spider-Man. Not yet. They'll have everything but Spider-Man, <laughs> right. right? Is that right? I don't mean I don't mean just Marvel. They I won't have Hulk like, too. They Disney don't have Hulk. Disney has Star Wars, Disney has Marvel, Disney has all of its Disney properties, Disney mm-hmm. has, you know, so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to give more, I'm like, but, but let's let's go ahead and open up that Merriam-Webster dictionary and look up the word monopoly. Great game. This looks like Great game. a monopoly. They don't have DC. Well, they don't have DC. They don't but it's have just Spawn. A lot, man. Tom so, McFarlane got Spawn. Probably not that far off. Soon we're going to see <laughs> images selling to Disney. Disney is going dark, baby. Mm. They got Al Simmons on there. Mm. They got, they, they're going everything. They're bring, the, the Spawn remakes coming out. It's going to be a Disney film. Well, Tom McFarlane is funding that by himself. That's my understanding. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the other side of this, point two, is you're damn right I want to see the X-Men rolling with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. You're damn right I want to see Deadpool trolling Captain America. Speaking of which, we have a... Uh, uh, we got an expert. A, a, a word. We, we have a word. Um, so uh, this is... Uh, 
This is a letter that has been written. Okay, so recently reports have indicated that Disney is in talks with 21st Century Fox as a part of a possible acquisition deal. There are plenty of obvious benefits, but Liefeld, this is the creator of Rob Liefeld. Rob Liefeld. Okay, my phone just rebooted on its own. He's the creator of Cable, of Deadpool. He's also Mm -hmm. the guy responsible for perhaps the worst drawing of Captain America (laughs) of all time. There are plenty of obvious benefits, but Rob Liefeld wants Fox to take a step back and reevaluate their portfolio before giving it over to Disney. And he made it clear in the form of a letter to the owner. So this is the quote. Dear Rupert. Hi, James. Hi, Lech. Lachlan. Lachlan, man. One day. Um, (laughs) Liefeld wrote. You excoriated that name. (laughs) It's your buddy, Rob. Wait on any further talks until Deadpool 2 opens and does a billion and X-Force. This is your Star Wars franchise and you've only scratched the surface. Everyone on the film side has kicked it into overdrive. Watch the portfolio grow. All the best, Rob Liefeld. Let me, hey Rob, hey Rob, hey Rob. Mm-hmm. It's your buddy Adam. Mm. Uh, hi everybody. Thanks for the five scars, with. positive comment. Thank you for the five scars and positive comment. Deadpool, uh, hey, Rob, <laughs> five scars. Uh, nobody knows Anybody what you're talking about. Yeah, nobody cares. Anybody listening. You don't have a first name basis yeah. with these people. Nobody's yeah. listening to you, Rob nah, Liefeld. Your time, it's like, uh, we appreciate you weighing in, mm-hmm. but that is not valuable. Rob, you don't think so? No, you don't, you don't think no. it's valuable, or you don't think they want to hear? They they're not listening. They're they're probably they're, they're, their not sonar listening. doesn't pick up that frequency. They're probably I mean they they hear it, but do you think that he has a point? That's more so what I'm asking. D- does is he have Deadpool an X Force like the next thing? Mm, I think he has a point about uh, Fox giving more allowance to Deadpool and X-Force, the R-rated movie is something that I don't think we would see from Disney. Mm -hmm. So I don't think the Deadpool movie wouldn't have happened if Disney controlled those characters. So on one side, I do think there is a point to be made there. Like, let Fox have it, because they're doing something different with it. Mm -hmm. On the other side, they're not making that much money. No, we saved the whole boat. The Ark is afloat. Thank you, Deadpool. Yeah, because the whole thing that I'm understanding Fox says is like, all right, we're just gonna focus on this stuff, like News we could be, because because when you think about a business, mm. a business is about what's what's that data show? What's the numbers talking about? Yeah, yeah, you know. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we'll make another X Men movie. Ah, X Men movie did okay, and we'll do it. Ah, maybe not so much. And let's try to. And when you look at the numbers, they're probably like, man, if we put that money and energy into sports and news. We'd make way more, man, let them have that. Right, right. Like, go ahead and let them have it, because they're going to do better with it than we are. Right. We want to hold on to it. Let's stop making it petty. Let's go ahead and give it to them. Yeah. And let you you do your thing. We'll do our thing. And let's all go get money. Mm-hmm. And we've been saying this for a long time. We've been saying this for years. Yes, Like, look, man, go ahead and give it up. Let them, let's get money. Like, make the stories that, just give it up. Stop it. Sure. Now that, I think we said that before we saw... Logan and mm-hmm. all these other movies, yeah, and seeing the trailer for New Mutants, yeah, and understanding that they're working on an X twenty three movie with the same guy who made Logan, yeah, like they're in talks. They're like, it's not like, hey, we're officially doing it, but like, there, there's a desire to do. Yeah, it. why wouldn't they? Why now, wouldn't they? The thing that I'm thinking about is like, what do you want more? Do you want different stories? Do you want the movie? 
the, the, the comic book do you want the comic book movie to turn into westerns like a western movie works like this boom 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 mm. this is a western movie mm. or do you want it to be horror sure where there's all co- romance sure action like yeah. it could be anything right but right if you give that's the one angle to what you're saying that makes me go ah, I'm considering what you're saying I want like the if, if Disney's got Star Wars we already see that when someone comes in the whole Star Wars thing with Han Solo they're kind of like nah get out of here you're right. not really doing it the way we want you to do it right you know it's kind of like but we want to do a different take we don't want a different take and it seems like the first group who was kind of like oh what if we do different kinds of oh we got it okay we got it thank it took us a couple decades but we figured it out marvel's got okay the mcu's already doing the cinematic we don't have to okay cool we got oh you want to sell it no 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 no. wait 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 wait. we just figured it out we figured it out let's oh yeah i mean it makes me wonder like which ones does it matter more to have Wolverine on the same screen. Well, as it, it Luke seems Cage? to me. It seems to me what would have to happen. The only way that this could work, in my mind, is if the movies and the MCU become more like the comic books and the multiple realities, the multiple universes, those dimensions. They're not doing they, it. I, they, in my mind, I need that to stay intact. They're not going to do that. I need Logan. I want Logan, but I don't think Disney would make that. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. There's too much. It's the same thing that Fox is saying. Sure. It's going to cost us more and we'll get less return. Mm -hmm. It's easier to go, woo, come on, Fantastic Four, get on in here. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Easy. You know, Infinity Gauntlet, we got it. You know what I'm saying? Deadpool, easy. He'll just look at the camera and go, Guess Disney owns us now. Deadpool yep. three. You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, like, that's no problem. You have no crack problem a joke with that and because I mean the whole point of Deadpool is he just acknowledges the fact that it is what it is. Yeah, that's not going to be hard, right? You know, right. yeah. But uh, I, I wonder if it's funny, man. It's almost like I'm looking at MCU now, going, "You're going to loosen your grip a little bit, right?" Because the whole time we were like, "Come on, Fox, listen, loosen your grip up." I don't know if I've grown. I don't know if my taste has developed. Well, you know what? This is this is exactly what Joker said in Dark Knight. He What's says, that? I'm the dog barking at the cars. Huh. And I have this opportunity where even even if I caught the car, I want to know what to do with. Wouldn't it. know if I got it. Yeah. Well, what do I do with this? Are we just classic geek fans who are like, I want such and such, and you get it like. This sucks. Yeah, wait, <laughs> that's not what I wanted. This is literally what you said, what you want. No. I, well, shut up. This is exactly <laughs> what happened when they said there was going to be the Wolverine Origins movie. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I want Gambit in this movie. And Gambit's in it. I'm like, this is horrible. Take it back. <laughs> right. It's, I, I was very petty about that. Yeah, I very think, I think it's that. more about, well, you know, you, you're growing geek. I mean, that's the whole point of what we have this podcast for. We get to talk it through. And maybe we're growing up on the show. Yeah, you know, maybe. And part of growing up on the show was ultimately concluding, like, man, I want different kinds of stories. I do, and that's the whole thing that I think we. So let's let's we got to ask CBJ from our Facebook group, and it mm-hmm. says, "Who would we fan cast for the X Men if they were going to go in the Marvel Cinematic Universe?" Mm-hmm. I don't want to answer that question. Are <laughs> you doing at all? But I do want to pivot off of that question. Okay, not so much who would I fan cast because whatever. You know, <laughs> Hugh Jackman's going to be Wolverine. You're going to be like, Hugh Jackman can't. Now that's all you see when you think of Wolverine. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, 
If you were to say the guy from Knight's Tale is going to be the Joker, yeah. Now you're like, seen it. you. So whatever. Like even who's going to play Shazam? The guy from. <sighs> well, I know Rock is playing Black Adam. No, but the guy. The word on the street is there's a guy. I forget his name. Anyway, whatever. There's some skinny J for your comic book news. Yeah, there's some skinny guy who's uh-huh. supposed to be playing Shazam. I'm not talking about the little kid. I'm talking about. Shazam. Big Shazam. Yeah, and I'm like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris Hemsworth, oh, whatever. So I want to talk about how do you want to see Marvel Cinematic Universe move forward as they acquire mm. X-Men and Fantastic Four? Mm. Not so much how do you want to see them cast it. And, I, and I'll start. What I want to see them do is I want to see them treat it more like comics. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what I see that Sony... I think Sony's trying to do with Venom. Mm-hmm. Make a Venom comic book. Every comic book doesn't have to connect to the big event. What do we always complain about in comics? Events. Stop with the events. Yeah. Let me read my book, please. Yep. I just want to know what's going on with Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. So you're saying just let X-Men be its own thing. Like, it's in the same universe. But they mostly stay but, in their lane. Because when you read a Wolverine book, why is, like, wh- like you have to make the fact that Hawkeye is here makes sense. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. You can't just go, every time he unsheathes his claws, because remember what happened in New York. Sure. Like, it's not necessary. I don't need that. Just give me... The Spider-Man story. Yeah. But like, because that's what was cool about Spider-Man. Spider-Man spent a lot of time in his neighborhood. He's a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It was ground level. That's what's also kind of cool about the Netflix shows. Yeah. When they do them right. Sure. You know, like it mostly happens with Daredevil. And that also happened with Harlem. I'm in Harlem. I'm doing my Harlem thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm Luke Cage and I'm being Luke Cage. Mm -hmm. Everything I do is not about this so that's what i'd like to see them do yeah you know just treat each one of these characters and transition it and spin it off into like i mean they're kind of doing that with the trilogy of captain america mm-hmm. and the trilogy of thor mm-hmm. but it it just let them let them do their own thing yeah yeah i would say thor right and also sorry let 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 the na- kind of and mix in a little deadpool let the nature of the character and the nature of the stories dictate how you do it yeah don't I would, I would make so. it a slave to the Marvel formula. The superhero genre. Superhero formula, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. And, and what I was going to say is I think Thor Ragnarok existing uh, parallel to the other MCU movies makes a strong case for having characters in the same universe exist in the same universe, but they yeah. don't always have to interact with each other. Yeah. And Thor Ragnarok did a great job, and also uh, Civil War was a great movie, and they weren't even in it. Yeah, and both like when them- I go to Wakanda on, in February, yeah, can we just yeah take me to Wakanda? Uh-huh. Okay, like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need multiple cutaways to this, know what this, this deal is going to get done. I don't done. need to know what Scarlet Witch is doing. This deal, this Fox deal is going to get done before uh, uh, you get to go to Wakanda in February. It's going to get done. It's going to sealed, okay? It's well, official. Movie's done. It's in print, right? Movie's done. And they're going to have to start putting stuff in in post where they'll have T'Challa walk up and be like, where is Cyclops? That's the, that's the, that's is that it. your, wait, is that your Wakandan accent? Yeah. Uh, let me get that again. 
Wait, let me get that again. Every time I try it, it sounds racist. That's not good. Uh, but you know, it's going to start. But they're putting, it's like George Lucas style. They just put X Men in the background. No. They got the Fantastic Four. I mean, we got Doctor Strange. We got the Infinity Gauntlet. It would be easy to just open up a new world. You know, or not even. They. I mean, like Spider Man was existing a long time. This sure. is so easy. Okay. They're mutants. Mm -hmm. Done. Sure. Sure. They've always been there. You know, like, I mean, Fantastic Four has always been around. Yeah. I mean, the world's a big place. Well, here's what they need to do. The X-Men... Oh, I wrote it. Ready? X-Men enter Marvel's Cinematic Universe. Okay. First thing they do. Shot of the moon. We zoom in on the moon. All right. It's Adelan. Okay. Right? All right. We see the Inhumans. That's episode 79. The TV show, that's The episode Inhumans. episode 79. And, and, and the three claws... Ah, snicked, go right through the chest of Black Bolt. And as Black Bolt shrivels and dies, it's a scroll. And that was not the real Inhumans ever. And we get the catharsis of the mutants killing that crappy cast and getting rid of them. I hated it at first. And we find out that, in fact, I hated it at first. They were all scrolls. Then I found out about scrolls. And then I realized, wait, why did this show suck so bad? Oh, yeah, they were scroll. Uh, that explains when we have a bad property. No, that wasn't real. That was scroll. So they're just going to, oh, so from now on, we're just going to scroll it away. Yeah. From now on, hey, that's what just happened to Danny Rand, that whiny scroll. White kid. He was a scroll. Oh, he was a scroll the whole time. <laughs> Damn. Oh, so people gonna start using that and we're like, oh, so I I I I was checking out your Snapchat and Instagram, found out I was a scroll. Wasn't me. I was a scroll. It was a scroll. It wasn't me. Oh, so you a scroll? No, I mean I'm not a scroll. Tyrese, what the hell happened? Tyrese in is the a month scroll of November 2017. What happened to you, man? He's a scroll. I was a scroll, man. I was Yo, a scroll. I don't know what to tell you. We figured it out. I'll tell you what. It wasn't the rock that broke up the fast family. It was a scroll. It was a scroll. Bam. We did it. Bam. Episode 79. That's it. We figured out everything. Scroll did it. <laughs> it was a scroll. <laughs> oh, man. So this has been episode 79 of Comic Book Junto. Please hit us up on the interwebs and let us know what your thoughts are and all of the many various things that we have discussed. <laughs> um, at Octavius A. Newman. If you think this episode was trash, keep it to yourself. It was a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> um, at, at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Octavius A. Newman. At Adam Tedderis, at Comic Book Junto. Send us your emails, comicbookjunto at barefruit.com, B3 A R F R U I T.com. Please, please consider becoming a supporter of the Patreon and adding us to your pool list. And um, what we have coming up soon, what's coming up in the future. Um, we're going to give you some more information about this, but next week, what you can expect is a one shot on Justice League. Mm -hmm. You can also expect CBJ binge because after not next week, but the week after next CBJ binge, because we've got Marvel's The Punisher's coming out That's on Netflix. Right. Yeah. We're also going to be doing a rabbit watch party. Uh, not this weekend, but next weekend, probably like a uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday or a Saturday, Sunday kind of thing. We'll let you know more information on episode 80. Well, episode 80. Episode 80. You know, we've got over 100 episodes of Comic Book Junto. Yes, we do. Collectively. Yes, we do. Wow. And we didn't even release a variant. You know, if we hit oh. 100, we should have put a variant out. A variant? Well, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do like a no, wait variant. A minute. That's a, we got to find a way to use variant. Yeah. Interesting. Right? We got to create digital scarcity. Mm, that's not possible. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's some of the stuff we got coming up. Uh, 
What was I just saying? Justice League one shot. We've got CBJ binge for Marvel's The Punisher. Um, we've also got episode 80 coming up next week, and we have the uh, Marvel's The Punisher rapid, rapid uh, watch party. Mm-hmm. So hit us up. We got some stuff coming up in the future. That's right. What else you got, Adam? Anything? Uh, I'm, I'm still thinking about Migos as the hyenas. I'm, I'm That's been episode 79. All right. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. Oh, 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 oh.